It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, yeah. Now here's Sean McCoy. That ball may have come out. It's still out. And it looks like Seattle at the end got on him. They did. That was not how that was supposed to go. Stop acting stupid. <clears throat> Time to talk about what went right. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And what went wrong right here on BGN Radio. Fueled by Duncan Philly and part of the Liberty Broadcast Network. <laughs> Again, it's uh, not uh, not another fun one. So uh, we're gonna sh- try and keep. Uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like laughing because that was uh, wasn't a good game. Uh, I think it could have been. I just I'll, I'll just throw out my initial thoughts as uh, Mike Kay and Matt Daring here with us. I'm sure we'll have some shouting matches about the quarterback one more time, but we won't get too deep into it. I just think that for the most part, this Eagles team could have won that game. Uh, everything was poorly executed. Horrible. I think the the entire game came down to uh, the opening second half fumble with uh, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, Mark Sanchez played really scared. Um, that pick to Riley Cooper was horrendous. Eagles need a quarterback. Hashtag whatever it takes. I mean, that's basically what I can can take out of this, guys. And uh, you know, I, I I don't know, Mike. What? Um, it's weird. I almost feel like it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of every. I think we all kind of half expected it to happen. I convinced myself that this Eagles team could uh, squeak out a win, you know, t- a 10-point win here. Uh, but uh, how are you feeling right now? Uh, not so good. I mean, I you know, not. I don't want to say I'm vindicated. A lot of people gave me crap for saying that I thought the Seahawks were going to win this game. But, I mean, it's it's not easy to – I hate to say I told you. Like, literally, I hate to say I told you so. It's kind of rough. But, um, you know, Seattle was the better team today. Um, this isn't a case where you simply burn the tape. But I thought – like you said, I thought Mark played scared. Uh, I didn't think the team... Had, I thought the game plan was fine. I had no problem really with Chip's play yeah. calling. I thought the referees were, you know, on their knees the entire game. <laughs> you know, much much like Russ, much like the Seattle Seahawks run game, they had a mouthful of cocks. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just... It was rough. Yeah, I will say, I mean, Fletcher Cox is... Man, I... <laughs> 
I, I don't I don't know. I was about to say like a really hyperbolic statement, but I mean he is uh if if you had any questions about him, I mean Jesus, oh man, he's I, I really like when they line him up as uh, a nose tackle there or uh, you know, right over the center. Just a, another phenomenal game. I thought the defense overall, Matt, played really well. Uh, I think they got unlucky with a lot of stuff um, in the in the first half. Again, just like Mike said, the refs, refs didn't help him out. But um, better team won today regardless. I just thought that despite that, if the offense got really anything going, uh, the defense really kept the Eagles in this football game. Uh, yeah, I agree. I thought... Um I was more. I came away more impressed with the defense. That's pretty much been how I feel all year. Uh, really quick, I want to make a. Uh, I want to apologize to all my friends and family who had to watch me watch this game. Uh, <laughs> that was not pretty. Um, I do not like who I become during games like this. But I. Uh, I came away more impressed with the defense. To your point, I. I think that they. Um, I think that they. They certainly played really well, especially given. And and I hate when people harp on this, but given just how much time they had to play. So what I've been saying for a long time that the defense um, is more impressive than the offense, I think, and and that's sort of been um, that's pretty pretty consistent theme is that I think the defense has um, some really talented pieces and I think they use them really well. Um, you know, we have Fletcher Cox, we have Michael Kendricks who had just a hell of a game. Yeah. Um, the the secondary, yeah, okay, maybe not, but uh, as far as the front seven goes, I think that you know we we have these guys and we put them to good use and it's really starting to show because I feel like a few of these guys are going to gain some real national attention and. Um, that's going to be kind of cool. We can have a couple of pro bowlers back there, you know, as much as the pro bowl kind of sucks. It'll be kind of nice to see them playing in Hawaii or possibly playing in the Super Bowl. But um, I, 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 uh, I think the defense, you know, they showed they showed progress. Uh, they went out there. They had a clear idea of what they wanted to do, which was keep Russell Wilson from running. It kind of worked. And, uh, you know, except for probably some bad stuff by Trent Cole, Malcolm Jenkins, worst game as an eagle. Apart from that, I thought the the defense played well. Yeah, Malcolm Jenkins actually has been, I don't know, he's been kind of showing that type of, they again, you know, Mike was saying off air, they asked him to do a lot, and I understand that. Um, yeah, I mean, not his greatest game, and especially against guys that we thought, and, you know, talking with Danny Kelly this week and saying like, hey, man, you know, your wide receiving core is bad. <laughs> but when they're still able to, you know, make those kind of throws and everything and, I, at some point, I, I just thought, okay, it's time to give up on at least let Russell Wilson make a decision on one way or the other, flush him to one side, contain on the other. Um, it, at some points, he just had too much time and was able to, you know, get out there and and uh, just make plays. But uh, Mike, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be arguing about Foles and Sanchez this weekend uh, or this week, rather. I think this is just a point where. You have to say that you're not good enough at the quarterback position. You're not good enough at the cornerback position. And, I, you know, are those your two biggest needs going into this uh, draft this year? Well, absolutely. And I, I think I don't think it's a matter of whether it's Nick or Mark. I think you're going to get the same result from either. Uh, I don't think there needs to be a debate. I feel like there's so much wind and typing and phone and finger movement wasted on on this subject, neither one of them is above average. They're both pretty average. I don't. I don't think any of them are below. Either one of them are below average. You could debate that. Whatever you want, you can waste your breath. But my point is, is that you know you're not going to get. If Nick comes back, Nick comes back. That is what it is. It's not a huge detriment to the team. If if Sanchez does, stays the, the quarterback, whatever. They need a new quarterback. I think this team is probably either one and done, or they beat the Cowboys or the NFC South winner. And that's pretty much it. I mean, like, you're, and you're probably not going to play them unless you you beat the Cowboys. So, 
I just don't. I don't think this team's that good. I don't. I, I I'm probably going to get killed for this, but I again, I I've said it all season long. I thought this was a nine and seven team. I'm pretty happy with their progress. They're probably going to finish twelve and four. Uh, you know, if they keep their pace of losing one every quarter, unfortunately they lost their first game of the quarter. You know, I think they beat the Cowboys. I do think they're going to beat the Giants and, and the Redskins. I don't think Chip Kelly is really going to let them overlook anybody. Um, but again, you know, what, a lot of people are going to say, like, they have the NBA mindset. What's the point of losing in the first round of the playoffs? To me, I think it's progress that they're actually winning. I, I rather have that than be uh, a uh, middling franchise like the Browns yeah yeah I mean like I don't know I to say I, I think it's more improvement that they're beating the teams that they're supposed to be beating as opposed to like being in you know tight matches against whoever like they were in tight matches against Dallas last year and the Giants last year and now they're pretty much stepping up and crushing those teams I just th- I, I think they have improved uh, significantly I don't think there there's been uh, a large regression of any type um, in fact, it's been the opposite. Now, the the only problem with that is the only thing that seriously regressed from this is the play of the quarterback, to be honest with you, and the fact that you didn't have an offensive line in your run game kind of evaporated there for a little bit. Um, I I don't know, Matt. You think this is uh, this is a question I asked earlier this week? But if let's say they still out, you know, run this uh, rest of the schedule out here, they go twelve and four. Maybe they win uh, their first uh, playoff game. And then lose uh, after that. Do you consider the season uh, a success? Uh, yeah, I do. I think that we've seen a lot of progress, um, and I think that's good, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I've been sort of talking about this all year, but I think that you know when you watch them play defense, we have like a really good idea of what it is they're trying to do. And they've even gone ahead and specialized in a few things, and I think that's good because I think we see them. Um, I think we see them using the talent they have on that side of the ball and using it appropriately. And that's really going to pay off when it comes time for, you know, awards and things like that. We have Connor Barwin, who's got a ton of sacks. We have Michael Kendricks, who, um, you know, he's missed part of the year, but he's still been just an incredibly impactful player. But Fletcher Cox has really taken that step forward. And, and I think that's all really good to see. Um, and, uh, you, you know, I just I'm a big fan of these two of these two coaches that we have. And I think that um, as as um, as the seasons progressed, we've seen we've seen a lot of the stuff that they've been teaching take hold. We've seen things that they say are going to happen. We've seen them happen. We've seen that the uh, the pass rush starts to get there. We've seen that, you know, this two-gap technique sort of starts to lead to uh, run effectively. We've seen um, we've seen all this stuff come to fruition, just like they said would happen. Um, and uh, I think that I think that, that could, should be considered a success. I mean, yeah, they're probably not going to win the Super Bowl. But uh, I think so long as we see um, – the, the coaching start to take hold and we see our, our players who we, who we know are good start to really play well and, and getting the, getting the numbers and getting the, getting the play that they should be getting that um, that would be a successful season to me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really know. I don't know if that's, you know, if one and done happens, there's a lot of things that can happen in the playoffs still. So I, I'm not this team. Obviously I will say the Eagles are definitely not the best team in the NFC. We've, I think we've, we've seen that now with, with green Bay and, with Seattle, but I, you know, anything can, anything can happen in the playoffs. Um, and that's not trying to be like, you know, glass half empty. It's just the honest truth. Like there's a lot of teams that shouldn't have won the Super Bowl that end up when, you know, did something somehow, but I just, I, I don't, <laughs> not with two quarterbacks though. That's, I mean like that would, that's a near impossible feat that I think that Eagles fans might be trying to convince themselves they can do. It's amazing. You got to look and step back at this for a second because it's amazing that they're they're going to win ten games or more with two quarterbacks. 
I think that's I think that's that that's that that speaks a lot about what Matt was just saying with the coaches, with Chip Kelly, with all that other stuff. But um, more importantly, let's find out what uh, you guys are talking about out there. We want to hear from you. Call the Duncan Philly Anytime Hotline. Leave us a message and we'll put you on the air. 267-245-6066. That's 267-245-6066. Or tweet your thoughts to us at BGN underscore radio. Well, uh, I don't think uh, this is an Eagles fan, but uh, Ben at G Huda, G-H-O-U-D-A. I want to make sure I'm spelling that probably because he says, well, look at that. Sanchez sucks. Eagles fans are ignorant pigs. Go Hawks. Yeah, way to represent uh, the, uh, yeah, not going against the stereotype of Seahawks fans not being completely annoying. Um, what else? I'm honestly not that disappointed. Just couldn't get anything going against the Seattle's defense. Eagles D couldn't do it all for them. That's from our good friend uh, Anthony DeBona. Uh, Flipburger 95, Sixers 1, 2, 3, 4. We need uh, Foles back now. Again, I think that at this point, if you're arguing Foles or Sanchez, it, you're wasting, just like Mike was saying, you're pretty much wasting your time. That's not that's not where you need to go. It's it's really, what you need to do is is uh, start, go to draftbreakdowns.com and uh, have Mike guide you along about, what you should be looking for in an NFL quarterback, pretty much that, um, you know, uh, and our good friend Joel Bryant again checking in, but all I can really think of is hashtag whatever it takes. I think we got something there, you know. I think uh, for for those that want to, uh, you know, not uh, not care about the, uh, the future of the franchise and just completely dump everything in there. But, yeah, I mean, like, the, you know, I don't, I don't know what else to talk about. Eagles got dominated in the second half. This was this was a bad game and I don't I don't exactly know what we can take from it Mike other than let's uh, hopefully roll on to Dallas which by the way out of all this pin tweet on uh, our, our Twitter feed at BGN Radio underscore Twitter giving away tickets to the Cowboys game on Friday but what do you what do you take away from this Mike does this help the Eagles in any way does this kind of knock them off any pedestal that they were having even though I don't you know really think they were on one does this help you towards the playoffs with a loss like this well, I think they were due a loss. I don't think you you win four straight and carry the momentum in the playoffs. I'm not a believer that, that that's going to happen, especially with this group. I mean, I think, like you said, uh, this is the second year in a the row they've won 10 games with two different quarterbacks. I think that speaks to the brilliance of Chip Kelly. I mean, Chip Kelly is a wizard. He he single-handedly changed a Division three playoff by saying hello to a coach. So, uh, you know, I mean, to me, it's... You can take away the fact that that Michael Kendricks and and Fletcher Cox and Connor Barwin have continued to be very, very good. I think this is easily the best team in the division. I think that they sweep the division this year. Um, And, you know, I mean, they go into the playoffs. We'll see what happens. Maybe they can build some momentum. Maybe Mark Sanchez can build some momentum. Maybe if Foles comes back, Foles builds some momentum just from watching how easy it is to not throw interceptions sometimes by other quarterbacks. Uh, You know, I mean... Like you said, stuff can happen. Let's pl- let it play out. Uh, I'm just trying to imagine Nick Foles trying to bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Falling backwards into the chair as he throws the ball. <laughs> it's too heavy. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know, guys. It's just that it's um, it's going to be a long week of of, uh, you know, you're going to hear 
Uh, they shut down that gimmick offense and all that other stuff. I really do think when the All Twenty Two comes out that you're just gonna you're just gonna see it. I mean, and I'm not blaming Sanchez for the entire game, but I'll blame the I'll blame the offense. I mean, well, maybe you should then. I don't know. No, I, no, they... I am. I'm blaming Sanchez for a majority of the game. That he looked he looked gun shy. He had Jordan Matthews open for a huge game at one point. He had Ertz open for a huge game at yeah. one point. Gain at one point. He just didn't play well. I thought the defense did their part. I mean, we said last year, if you hold the team under 21, uh, Chip and Nick will do their job. Well, Chip, Chip, Chip did his job. Mark really didn't do his job. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just thought the momentum, for Mark to throw that got, that interception with when they just got back momentum yeah. and he threw off his back foot and he threw it right, it just, I, that was just a terrible interception. And I just... To me, I think I think this team goes as the quarterback is able to manage them, and yeah. Mark didn't manage them very well. Yeah, and it's funny you say that too because like the entire game, he he plays scared and then like gets brave for that one moment for whatever reason, and yeah, completely underthrows him. It's just uh, yeah, um, yeah, I don't I don't know, Matt. There's there's I don't really know. Maybe we should just shut it down. We'll keep it nice and light because I mean, like we can go over and over and over again. At, you know, there's there's just nothing really that's going to make anybody feel better. They just, the Eagles simply just got their butts kicked today. So um, uh, final thoughts here, guys, Matt. Uh, I got a bunch of other funny things I can imagine Nick Foles trying to do. <laughs> I'm sure that everybody's going to love, uh, you know, the, the constant uh, Nick hate on here, but um, yeah, Mike, any other final thoughts, bud? Uh, well, we've got Oregon versus FSU, uh, you know, in the in the playoff, I think that'll be a very interesting uh, thing to observe as we kind of look at our future quarterback, possibly. You know, I think Winston's to me, isn't a chip guy, but Mariota definitely is. I don't think they – I think I put it at maybe like 15% that the Eagles are able to trade up for him because of all the need. But, you know, that'll be fun to watch. And, you know, we just need to let it play out. That's been my thing the whole year. Let it play out. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I, – I, the the funnest week, uh, part of the week for me, is probably going to be all the Cowboys fans that, you know, come out and, and beat our chest. And probably like some of us did this week too. I mean, you know, we beat – a bad defense, and then you know we we you expect the Eagles to kind of turn that around and 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 really just kind of do that to Seattle, and that just obviously didn't happen here. But Cowboys fans that are just going to come out and pound their chest of oh well we beat Seattle and that was in their house and we can do the same. It's just like you know I, I'm going to really really enjoy the downfall of that because you can't fix your defense in a week and Tony Romo looks bad. Really bad. I mean, like, it, not as far as like the, his ability to play quarterback. It's just his his health looks terrible. He doesn't look like he is anywhere near where he can come in and compete. So, again, the front seven is going to be a problem for that football team. It's going to be really nice for them to come into uh, the you know to Philadelphia here, and um, I can't wait for the Eagles to just kick them up and down the field out of total frustration. So uh, with that, I think we're just going to wrap it up, guys. I know it's uh, under uh, 20 minutes here probably, but just not much else to talk about other than you just got to tip your cap and, and move on. Um, thanks again to Danny Kelly and the field goals for uh, uh, being uh, really cool this week, and uh, we hope to have you back maybe even in the playoffs. Uh, but for myself, John Barchard, for Matt Daring. For Mr. Mike K, we thank you so much for listening to episode number 70 of BGN Radio right here on BleedingGreenNation.com. 
at libertybroadcast.co. You've been listening to BGN Radio right here on BleedingGreenNation.com. Fueled by Duncan Philly and part of the Liberty Broadcast Network.